Hello, 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 and welcome to the Sloshy Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Cowboy, and today I am joined by Marty B. and Danger. We talk about the Area 51 raid, Justin Trudeau's blackface, and Trump, of course. Let's cue up that theme song and get to talking. Hello, welcome to the Sloshy Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Cowboy, and today I'm drinking Bud Light Lime. What are you drinking today, Danger? I am drinking absolute vodka mixed with Coke. And I'm feeling Russian tonight. That's disgusting. That, that, that is disgusting. That doesn't seem like a good combination, to be honest. It works just fine. They didn't have soju, which I'm pissed about. They were sold out. So okay. I had to make do. Okay, cool. Oh. Marty V, what are you drinking tonight, man? Uh, none other than the best, the champagne of beers, Miller High Life. It got abandoned in my home uh, last weekend. So, you know. <laughs> Leftover beer. <laughs> it's a little skunk. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not enjoying it. But Okay, so the first thing we got to address the elephant in the room, Justin Trudeau and the stupid <laughs> Arabian Nights blackface, frown face, whatever you're going to yeah. call it. No, he, looked, he looked black like there's nothing else you can say. That was a straight blackface. So I, I have this theory that Trudeau's been a closet racist for all this time and that he's been like, standing on this whole social justice like platform just to kind of hide it. And like, he's known for a while that like his many, many instances of blackface were going to come to light. I feel, I feel this deserves to get flamed. Cause I mean, this guy is the biggest pansy you're ever going to see. He literally cried apologizing to every person in the world. And then all of a sudden this comes for, he just deserves it. I mean, well, my God. My question is, how many times do you have to do blackface before you lose count? <laughs> like, what, what are we at now? Like, four different instances? I love in the interview they asked, is this the only instance you've done it? And then he immediately had another on the top of his head. He's like, no, high school. Like, <laughs> and then they asked, like, is it more than five? He goes, I cannot comment. I'm just like, how many more of these are going to come out? Okay, well, I'm going to ask, what's the over-under on how many times he's done blackface? I'm going to say 10. I, I, I go more than 10. No, 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 dude, let's keep it realistic here. Like, I, I'm i going to put it at a safe number. He can't comment on five, so it's got to be in that general bar park area. I'm one to go for the over, so I'm going to say seven. I think that's a safe guess. My theory on 10 is you got to think the guys is like probably like 40 years old, 35 years old, however old he's, he's not older. He's almost 60. Oh, geez. Well, you got to <laughs> think in his 60 years in this earth, he's had 60 Halloweens of which he started doing this at like 15, 16 years old during high school. So he's got a solid like 45 years. I mean, of possible Halloweens or date parties in college or as a teacher ability that his parents raised him to believe blackface was okay and that he just had no reason to believe that what he was doing was wrong uh, there has to be an instance before the high school talent show because i mean that you know he went to like at least one middle school pep rally in just full blackface and everything like he he came dressed like a minstrel show the dude's just let's, let's be real like maybe in middle school he couldn't find any other paint but black and so it might have been an incidental one just to give him at least a little bit of a fair shot here. But I mean, you got to think that he must've went crazy or his high school colors could have been black and something else. 
So how many instances of like high profile blackface is it going to take for like craft stores to like start dumping their supply of blackface paint? <laughs> like, like you've got to think they're going to try and get rid of the liability before it gets linked back to them. Right. It's like the same reason they buy into banned ski mask in stores. Like they oh, banned yeah. ski mask because of robberies. Now they're banning black, uh, blackface paint because people doing blackface. I think in the next five years, it's going to happen. It's going to be a high-profile Democrat candidate like, like Joe Biden. <laughs> dude, I, I, there's no way in hell that Joe Biden doesn't have at least one photo of him blackface back in, like, the 1920s or some shit. <laughs> like, he's probably, like, the biggest fan of those minstrel shows. I mean, he worked with, like, actual racists in Congress. So, I mean, you know. Wasn't he, like, linked to the Klan? I mean, Hillary was. Wouldn't she get suppliers from like David Duke? Yeah, it was David Duke. Yeah, she had like a, a like a long ongoing friendship with like what was it like a Grand Wizard of the Clan or something <laughs> like, like that. What if one of Bill Clinton comes out of him in blackface back in Arkansas? No, nah, dude, he probably molested like black women too. I don't think Bill's dude, too you much know, of a racist. You know, no, Bill. If he did do it, he probably killed all the people that ever took the photo or were at that party. So. They're just probably all gone now, so there's no one to report on it. And then they just got, like, trafficked somewhere else. Or suicided. I mean, that's what the term we're going by now, isn't it? Yeah, enforced suicide, I feel, is a good way to interpret it. You know, from my one month of legal studies, I think that sounds (laughs) culpable. Seems like Trudeau has more uh, blackface pictures than the uh, governor of Virginia now. Oh my God! <laughs> you know, I, I, like I've heard about that. I've never really like read into it. I mean, like, was it just like him straight up like racist, full on blackface, or was it was, it, a, like, it, it was basically the same as Trudeau? It was literally the same exact scenario as Trudeau, and on top of that, the guy was a Democrat, is a Democrat, and he's still in office. So, well, yeah, I mean, everyone was racist up until like when Obama got into office, man. <laughs> That's when racism. What gets me with that one? It was his medical school pictures. It wasn't even like a high school thing. It was medical school. <laughs> like this okay. guy's performing operations on people. And- so okay, so you you think people would like be as mad about it if like these photos came out when he was like sixteen, seventeen, or like is eighteen the hard cutoff where they're like, okay, Jesus Christ, like this guy is just racist. I feel after your sophomore year of college because you have your first two years of still acting like a dipshit, and then. This yeah. final two years, you kind of settle out and kind of become more of an adult. But medical school, there's no excuse. I mean, by the time you're in medical school, you're like 27. Like, there's no excuse for that anymore, right? I, I thought he was in the one the clan the clan robes. Cowboy, when when was the first time? When was the first and last time that you did blackface? Let, let's get a uh, nice little like scale here and see. Believe it or not, coming from small town Oklahoma, I have never done blackface. You're telling me there's no blackface up where you're from? No, there's not. Dog, I've heard some stories. I don't know. The only racist scenario that ever happened in Calumet was by a teacher that wasn't even from Calumet. We hired him. His name was Dr. Laughlin. And Dr. Laughlin was a weird pedophile dude, I swear. Did he molest you? No, but he had these quote-unquote come-to-Jesus meetings. Thank God I never got had to go. But he he lasted a total of two months at Calumet. And – Apparently, we had this one uh, African-American lady that was a couple of grades above me, and <laughs> there's two different instances. 
and I say this jokingly of how, how bad it is. Just it's just shocks me that this happened. Okay. But he comes in, he turns the lights off and flips them back on, and he goes, "Hey, Caitlin. Oh, I can see you now that the lights are on." Oh Jesus Christ! Oh my God! <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then it was Obama's presidency at the time, and he drew a monkey on the board and told the class to sing to Obama. Oh my God! Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh my God! <laughs> Needless to say, he was fired before the end of the day. Like, I mean, it, it's no wonder why we're like 49th in education if our teenager, if like our teachers don't know the implications of like saying racist shit. Like, this dude was a doctor. I don't know what he was a doctor of, but he had doctor in his title. Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know, man. That was like the most racist thing that ever happened to in Calumet. And it wasn't even a uh, anyone from that town. It was someone we hired that worked there for probably two months yeah. before he got fired. OK, well, I'm going to I'm going to ask a question here. I'm not going to say my name or, you know anything too implicating but there was was this one time in high school okay just remember i was 16 at the time and you know we had a pep rally and i was like hmm i should put on blue face paint because our high school colors were navy blue and sure enough i get to the arts and crafts store and um they didn't have a blue face paint so I thought the better idea is to buy some black face paint. And I, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I didn't understand it at the time, but my parents bitched me out for 10 minutes and wouldn't let me leave the house. And I was just this idiot high school kid, like, wondering what the hell I did wrong. And I, I had an unfortunate photo snapped of me, I think by, uh, I think by you, yeah. Danger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And now I, I'm kind of like living, you know, now that I'm uh, uh, quite a bit older now, I'm like living in fear that somehow our iCloud's going to be like hacked here and like wouldn't I, you know, like run for something or I'm like looking for a high profile employment. And there's just going to be this like little photo of this shit eating 16 year old staring at the camera with his face in the sink and complete blackface. Dude, as long as you don't get elected to play on SNL, I think you're going to be fine. Dude, I don't know. Maybe SNL would be like a good cover up. They'd been like, oh, he's been doing these jokes all this time. You know? Well, they just fired that dude for um, making fun of a Chinese man. Oh, yeah. He's making fun of Chinatown. Oh, Chinatown. That's right. He used the C word that is pretty derogatory to Asians. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, I'm not up to date on the news. Yeah, he lasted all of two days working for SNL. The worst cold media. Yeah, Yeah, he. He had said it like a year or so ago on a podcast, and it was a terrible joke. It wasn't even funny. Yeah, after two days, the woke scold media finally was like, finally got him canceled. But he's got like Bill Burr and everybody out there defending him. Even Sarah Silverman came and defended him, of all people. Sarah Silverman got in trouble for doing blackface for a sketch. (laughs) Wait, really? (laughs) Aren't there photos of like Jimmy Kimmel in like blatant blackface on like some sketch show? Yeah, he's making oh, fun yeah. of Carl Malone. Like he's acting like <laughs> Carl Malone can't speak normal English, and he's in full blackface making fun of Carl Malone. Oh Jesus! There's such a bias to like. Clearly, Democrats get a pass when it comes to blackface. Am I am I wrong here? Like, I mean, if you're a lovable TV personality, your fan base is going to support you anyway. But I I, I want to know like, is brownface just as bad? If it's like, not only in Trudeau's case. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, yeah, he, he didn't he didn't find like a nice almond butter colored face paint, but I'm just saying, like. No, what gets me? He said he was dressed up as Aladdin from the Disney show, the whitest character on that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He 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 didn't put off the whole like olive skin, like kissed by the sun look. He was just like straight up tar. <laughs> he looks like more spent a week in the Sahara and never came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying like to. He spent like, a month in a tanning bed and <laughs> decided yeah. to finally come out of hibernation. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, y'all think he's going to, like, get the Canadian re-election? I don't know. I think so. But, again, I'm not up to date on Canadian politics, so. Well, I know, it's like, it, the the election cycle ends here within, like, the next month or so. And I'm going to kind of use this whole situation as, like, a litmus test to see whether or not people actually give a shit about these things. Because, like, if he gets elected for, like, you know— 18 instances of like blackface or whatever you can kind of tell like no one actually gives a shit about it and it's just kind of like spread out and like force fed to you through the through media it's him like dressed like in full blackface with a fro and like making like doing like derogatory dances in blackface i did see that but that, that, that's what i'm saying like if he gets reelected after all this shit and after like running for social justice after this, all this time, considering he's like just proven himself a hypocrite, that just kind of goes to show no one actually like is com- like concerned about that when it comes to politics. Like people might find it like stupid or wrong, but like it's not going to change people's minds. And it just kind of goes to show like no one really gives a shit about these kinds of like like social justice issues that are like force fed all the time. Or if, if, or if it's on their side, like on the Democrat side or social justice side, if you're See, on that, the right wing. That'll go to show it. Like it's more of like just partisan politics more so than it is like actually like trying to defend, you know, disenfranchised groups of people. So like, like I said, I'm excited to see how this election cycle turns out. Cause either he doesn't get reelected and it shows that people are actually like really feel like th- these are important issues or it just goes to show that everyone's full of shit, you know? Well, I think you're also going to have to look at the margin of error. Like, uh, like if Trudeau gets beat by one or two votes, I mean like percentage votes, then it's, I don't think it's that big of an issue, but if it's like a big chunk, well, I mean, you know, like, I guess you'd have to like compare voter statistics like with the last time he was elected too. But I, I guarantee, if he gets reelected, it's not going to be by a huge difference in margin either. I mean, I don't know anything about the guy running against him or how conservative he may be. And mm-hmm. I don't know how Canadian politics are sh- are uh, <laughs> are set up as well. So, well, it's Canada. No one really cares in the U.S. because there are. Do they have people. an electoral college? Do we know? I mean, like, do they have states? I know I can. What's the deal? I think, I think they have they have provinces, which is kind of set up as states. So like what? what Ont- is it like Ontario, uh, Newfoundland, Montreal, Montreal. Quebec, Quebec, Quebec. Is that it? Great fishing, Quebec. Always <laughs> great fishing in Quebec. I love Quebec. Does anybody uh, actually live in North Canada? Live in North Canada? Very few. Very right. very few. It's probably like the rejects of the country. They send them up there because no one wants them. You think they just got like a bunch of frozen leper colonies? Well, there's, I know I was watching this travel show on yeah. Netflix called departures and they go, they're three Canadians and 
they travel around the whole world. Well, they go as far north in Canada as you can go. And they go, they went pretty far up there and they went to a, a random bar up there. Yeah. And they have to take a shot from with a toe in it. And your lips have to touch the toe. Oh, I think I've heard about that before. I, I, I don't like, want to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm operating on the theory that's where Trudeau sends the racist. Just well, does he have to send himself there now? Maybe. maybe. Well, see, I think that's why he's like fighting so hard. He wants diplomatic immunity so he doesn't get sent to the frozen racist north. <laughs> With his own kind? That's what I'm saying. You know, that, that's own, like a good TV fit. And it just like turns into a reverse civil war. I love one of those videos is him like doing the talent show, singing the banana song in blackface. <laughs> Dude, he did my man Harry Belafonte wrong if he was going to really like dress up like that and like mock the talent of the lab. Yeah, because the guy had some talent. He just butchered it. Like I can't listen to the songs the same now. No, dude, I still bump that shit on my way to class. I love it. I don't blame you. It's yeah, amazing. Um, and we wanna go home. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> dude, that, 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 that song goes. Let's be real. Harry Belafonte had pipes. You talk about Iran and Saudi Arabia and how we should just nuke. Iran, honestly. I don't want to send troops on the ground. Like I'm more for like Iran or Saudi Arabia, like taking most of the force and us supporting them, like with air, air support. Yeah. Maybe have like Navy SEALs go in and do some hit missions, but not a full uh, full scale involvement. Let someone yeah. else handle them. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I gotta ask the question: Are you guys isolationists, or you think we should get involved in anything outside of the U.S.? Dude, past World War II, the whole isolationist thing just wasn't possible, and like we're too fucking involved in it now to get out of it it would have been cool it would have been probably more beneficial to us but like if it weren't for the cold war and us having to get involved in like proxy states like vietnam and shit we probably would have like reverted back to isolationism but like we decided to fight communism in all these other different countries and now like we're so invested in the middle east and like foreign nations that we literally like we can't just pull out and you know leave everybody to their own devices because what's going on in afghanistan there's the taliban has so much control of territory it's impossible for us to pull out now because they're going to move in and start plotting more terror attacks and then we're just going to have to go right back in there so might as well just stay in and take them out when we can, while we can before it happens again. Yeah, my whole thing is uh, I think if we get out now, then 9-11 is going to happen all over again. Like I think I think they're going to take the fight. I think they're going to take the fight to us eventually. OK, so how do what do you all think the game plan is to get out? Like, are we ever going to end up are we going to have to, like, establish our own like little territory out there? Or like we just going to like stay like camped out in the middle of fucking nowhere for the rest of eternity? I don't know, man. Well, the problem with us is we're not an imperialistic kind of country. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to go into uh, Iran and just claim it as our own and be like, this is now America part three, you know, like it's not, that's not how this is going to go. Yeah. But like every single time we try and establish like a government that's favorable to us, they turn into like a freaking Saddam Hussein and they become like tyrants and shit. So like, yeah, it happens everywhere. I mean, uh, absolute power corrupts absolutely. You prop one of these people up, they're going to, you know. So, like, like you're faced with, like, shitty ideas. It's, like, pull out, wait for them to establish, like, a new terror cell, get bombed, go back, or just, like, establish your own, like, proxy government. They get overthrown, more terror cells, we get attacked again. So, I, I don't know what you do in this situation. Honestly, I just say just carpet bomb them and just go full total war on them and then pull like, out and 
Yeah, you've got to you've got to think that like just like flattening the country is probably almost the best option at this rate. I mean, you can't really like sustain this forever. I mean, how many trillions of dollars have we spent like fighting overseas and like getting nothing out of it? Yeah, but the argument is we'd rather take the fight to them than them take the fight to us. Yeah, because a a person with nothing to lose is the scariest person on earth, you know, and. There are a lot of people with a lot with nothing to lose. Like, well, when it comes to the Middle East, the only thing they respect is power and fear. If you scare the hell out of them and make show them that we're done playing nice with them, they're going to respect you and they're gonna be like, "I'm leaving this person alone. I'm gonna go mess with like Canada or Britain, a country that isn't really as military powerful as we are." Yeah, well, no, they're already fucking around in Britain more so than here. Yeah, feel, Britain and France with all the. Like for the first time since like you know 2001, we've actually got a pretty good grip on like Islamic terrorism when it comes to the United States or whatever. But at the same time, like I don't know, there's there's no way of like completely eradicating the problem. Well, soon after Trump dropped the Moab on him, I think <laughs> yeah. that's when things kind of like. Uh, I mean, when he killed like a hundred of them all at once, yeah, yeah. that's it's almost two hundred. <laughs> yeah, like it, it, you've got to think that scares the piss out of you. And, uh, and recently, he just carpet-bombed the entire island owned by ISIS and, and wiped oh, it off the that. face of the earth. Why don't we start dropping Moabs more often? I just like saying it. Moab, mother of all bombs. Yeah, dude. Uh, they're literally the strongest like explosive weapon we have in our arsenal right before nukes. Do you think we should strap a speaker to every one of those bombs and just play um, courtesy of the red, white, and blue? On everyone, <laughs> I drop like them. that idea. I like that idea. That's the last thing they hear. They oh, courtesy of the red one. The only Go time I'm, I'm going to be happy with the whole Middle East situation is one day we finally decide to remake Apocalypse Now, but over in like Iraq or something. And then there's that scene with all the Huey helicopters coming in and playing like Fortunate Son or whatever. Except they're like going down the Euphrates River and just like shredding a bunch of like fucking terrorist homes. I feel <laughs> I would, like I feel like after 20 years of being over there, that would finally make the war sort of worth it. At least we get another like badass movie out of it, you know? Dude, I could totally see like a Mad Max kind of vibe happening out of Iran right on the deserts. Well, if you think about it, like it's already basically just Mad Max in the Thunderdome, except, you know, they take it too far. No, we let the U.S. troops like paint them like whatever design they want. I put all this crazy shit on there. Just let them roll through the desert, just fucking everything up. Dude, I said we start building like those like death buggies from Mad Max and just letting them go at it with each other. Yeah, we just kind of gift it to them as a gift, but we ha- they have to fight each other with it. We construct a gigantic dome over the country, give them these war buggies, let them establish their own like little like primal tribes or whatever, and they like go to war. And then the winning tribe wins, and then we remove the dome as long as they comply with us. Dude, it's, like, <laughs> it's like the Hunger Games. We drop care packages in throughout yes. the game. Yes. And being the capitalistic nation that we are, we videotape the whole damn thing for the world to watch. <laughs> we we okay. pay per view it. It's all on pay per view. Hey, dude. And then we use half the funds to like build better infrastructure from the nation. So by the time they remove the dome, we try and like re-civilize them. They've got infrastructure. We can use industry to kind of like help give them a stable basis and then we have a functioning country baby dude it's basically big brother on steroids well i mean yeah as long as we're big brother and they're not doing this shit to us i'm fine with it yeah that's the whole point yeah that's what i'm saying dude let them duke it out 
let them solve their own problems. We can yeah. just sit back and watch. So I see you're ripping a new booth stick. You finally uh, back out of the whole like quitting cold turkey thing as well. I was speeding. Uh, I will say it. Nicotine. Uh, or like as the meme goes is trump's proposed jewel ban unconstitutional i want access to my inalienable inal- unalienable rights to nicotine products that's what i'm saying <laughs> let me boof it i want to boof because i guarantee the second they start like banning jewels and shit i'm just going straight back to cigarettes dude you knew that that baron had a freaking e-cig and he walked in just hitting that thing like baron does and so Secret Service flew a back out in Trump's face. No, dude. What he did is he hit it, and then some Secret Service agent had to be a little like a fucking narc, be a little narc, and told Melania. And Trump probably doesn't care, but Melania is up in his ear about it, and he's like, "Well, I guess I got to do this now." And then, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, know. and who would say no to Melania? Let's be honest here. Let's be real. A, I'm too scared, and two, two, she's too beautiful to say no to. So. She's hot, but like I don't think Trump gives much of a shit. You can't imagine that his wiener is working that hard anymore. Dude, that's why he has stockpiles of Viagra. <laughs> he's working. You think our president's popping boner pills? Yeah, Dude, he's absolutely. like sitting there, like in those press conferences, and he says a raging boner just sitting there because he just popped a Viagra because Melania said if you pop one, I'll give you some. Dude, okay, no, like you know the like you know I, I love our president and everything. You know him and Melania aren't together out of love. Like, you think no. they have like a whole like, you know, open marriage situation going on in the White House? Maybe for her because he can't get caught in another scandal. Like you've gotten, I don't think Trump's basically scandal proof. Even when he gets caught, no one does shit about it anymore because they're just like, man, that's him. You know, it's like, it's like the whole Stormy Daniels thing. It's like, who can really be mad at the guy? Like, yeah, like, they literally proved that he was like fucking a porn star while he was married, and everyone's like, "Well, yeah, that's kind of his thing," you know? Yeah, yeah, he just kind of he cheated on his ex-wife with Melania. Like, what did you really expect? It's not like Bill Clinton, where it was like a huge, oh no. Well, Bill, Big Bill perjured himself. That's the huge deal out of it. Yeah. If he just flat out said that, yeah, I was boning her, everyone'd be like, "All right, whatever." But the fact yeah. that he lied. At, th- at this rate, like Trump has to like just kind of like admit when he's wrong or whatever, and then the news cycle just doesn't have anything to say anymore. Remember that time BuzzFeed circulated the fake ass story where he like peed on Obama's form? Or, you know, he got like Russian prostitutes to piss on Obama's like hotel bed or some shit. Oh yeah, I feel like people just kind of overlook how fake and bullshit of a story that was, and how fast it circulated because it just made everyone look like an absolute slapdick. Oh. Also the fact that he like he told CNN in that news conference, "You are fake news," and just left it there. Oh yeah, I got two things real quick. Well, yeah. the first thing it kind of contributes to this like, conversation. The second thing I want to bring up later, but the first thing is, uh, I was watching. Have you ever watched old movies and be like how they kind of predicted the future in a way? So I was wa- – me and my dad were watching Air Force One the other day. Yeah. Have you all ever seen it? Yeah. Harrison yeah. Ford. He's like the president. They're, they're all in the, pre- the conference room, and the news comes on, and they're like, we just have confirmation that Air Force One crashed in the Pacific Ocean, and everyone was dead, including the president. And I look up, and sure as crap – 
on the screen, it said CNN in big letters and that they reported this fake news story that the president died when <laughs> they were still up in the air. is <laughs> a time traveler. He knew and he was going to like give us warning signs throughout his movies and we didn't listen. Speaking of that, I feel idiocracy is accurately proving where we're going as a society. I mean, we did just spend like a couple minutes talking about Trump and boner pills. You're not wrong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I would be surprised if I would walk into Walmart and someone's just doing that. I think that's the career I'm cut out for. Yeah, dude. I'm just wasting money now. You're going to be a high-paid Costco greeter. I would I'm totally gonna, do that. Dude, I'd... I'd like give people reach arounds if Costco paid me enough. I don't have that much shame. I'm not below that. Yeah, I was about to say, like, there's worse things you could do. I want to work at Walmart as a greeter just to see all the people that come in. I think that would just be like a fun retirement job just to judge everybody that comes in. Dude, I don't know. Like, I mean, that's basically what I did at Lowe's behind the paint desk. And then you just kind of like get sick and tired of like all the scumbags walking through your store. (laughs) Uh, like, I don't know. I, I mean, not to, you know, humble brag or anything, but I have like a, you know, degree and shit. And I'm over there behind a fucking paint counter and I'm just watching like these dudes who are obviously cracked out, like walking through the store. It made me sad, if anything. Good old Oklahoma. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? Dude, it was horrible. Worst five months of my life. If I didn't have like big Lyle over there, I don't know what I would have done. He always uh, he always gave us a good story. He'd like to tell me about all the the Tulsa women and how they were crazy horny and they had big old titties. Can you confirm any of those statements? Because I couldn't. You know, when it, I lived up there. <laughs> in my one month stay here, I I, I can confirm that. Uh, well, I cannot confirm that they're crazy horny. Now, I have seen a set of knockers or two, but that's about it. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to continue to conduct my research, and I'll get back to you on that. All right. So I got to bring up the Area 51 raid. Oh, you mean the biggest letdown of the century? Yeah. It really was. It was a big – they arrested two people. Yeah. And that was it. Were they Naruto runners? The new – well, the dude did Naruto run on live TV. That was was a pretty big flex. I'm not going to lie. I mean, the only good thing we got out of that, no one got to clap alien cheeks, but I guess we, we got that little like little screenshot of the kid running past the cameras. I was not going to consider it a success until at least one person died. <laughs> like, you got to think that's the only way that like the Area 51 thing would have been like considered successful. See, I didn't think they were actually going to shoot anybody. I think if everyone would have stormed like they said they would, I think they would have just got out beanbag guns and then people would have quit. Oh, no, dude. If people got close enough, they would have started shooting. Like, someone this past January got shot for trespassing. Really? Yeah, they fucking killed them. I mean, it is a military base. What more do you expect? Especially the highest guarded military base in the United States. Well, you've got to think they, like, probably moved all of, like, the secret shit out of there, too. Like, at 52 now. Yeah. Or maybe NORAD in Colorado, because, I mean— it's going to be a lot harder to storm the Rockies than it is the yeah. black desert. Dude, have, well, you, have you guys seen all this shit with like the Navy, with like the United States Navy basically confirming the existence of UFOs and like being a nuisance in like American airspace and shit? Yeah, my boy Tom DeLong, baby. Yeah, yeah isn't he like the, the former lead singer of Blink 182 or whatever? Yeah, he was like the co lead singer of Blink 182. And now he has like another side project that's called Angels and Airwaves. And the dude just gets more ridiculous. But every interview he has, they only ask him like two questions. It's 
how stories about Blink One Eighty Two and aliens. Like that's all he talks about in every single interview he ever does. Now, dude, he got so into it. Like the band basically outed him. They're like, dude, you gotta stop this alien shit, or you gotta leave the band. Yeah, he picked, he picked leave the band because he's he not giving up on those alien cheeks. Them aliens, yeah. Did you think he actually went to Air Fifty One also hoping to clap alien cheeks? You've got to think I, if anyone was there. Oh, uh, no, he's on tour right now. Unfortunately, he's actually coming to Oklahoma city in December and I want to go see him solo now, or is he like with the band again? He's with the, his other band angels and airwaves. Uh, And I really believe he took a detour to go to area 51, hoping he'd find some alien cheeks. One would hope, but like, you know, all this Navy shit though. Like, I mean, like, does that like change y'all's view on like, aliens like visiting earth and shit because like i don't know it makes me real like i've been skeptical about the whole thing but at the same time i'm kind of like imagining like it it might be pretty damn possible because i've seen those videos of like the recordings of like the the navy pilots or whatever and you see like these like floating cubes or whatever and they just like shoot out super fast and they cut like impossible turns and shit so like i don't know you got to think of as big as the universe is like how is it not possible? Like, well, no, 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 you have to be a retard to not like think that there's like other life, other intelligent life out there. But I've always been like the skeptic, like, you know, the nearest like habitable planet we found like two built, like two light years away. But like with all these, I I don't know. It's just weird. Cause I'm like seeing all these like videos of UFOs flying around and shit. And I'm like, maybe they are here. Maybe bummed along with me. It's like, I believe they existed, but I think they're smart enough not to come here after watching, like getting on YouTube and seeing all the shit that's on there saying this is not worth our time. Dude, have you seen signs? I don't know. I think they're prepping for an, for like a full on invasion. They know that we're trying to free their brothers. Well, well for me, it's like now with all the, the Navy videos, I'm not scared to get abducted and get probed. Like I I'm legit scared now. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like I'd probably get offended if they didn't probe me. <laughs> Man. Would, yeah. you, would you would you want to wind up like Cartman in South Park, have like a satellite dish come out your butt every two minutes? You mean uh, like a free superpower? I don't know. That sounds kind of nice. <laughs> what were you saying, uh, cowboy? Um, did you guys hear about Project Artemis? What the hell is uh, that? Yeah, I would say, what the hell is that? So about a month ago, uh, Mike Pence gave this speech at NASA, and, a, and he said, we're going to the moon again, and... 2023 i believe 2022 23 we're setting up a moon base for a year oh hell Legit yeah setting up a moon base and then we're using that as a gateway to mars so mars Next in 2025 year. or 2027 one one of the two yeah and I'll, I'll fact check it i usually do a fact check at the end of every video and um we're setting up that moon base, going to live there for six months to a year, and then we're going to use that as a point when we send people up. So we're sending robots first to establish the moon base, sending people there to establish a colony that for six months. Then we're going from there to Mars. Dude, okay. Who gets to Mars first, though, Elon Musk or uh, the United States government? It's a, it's a win-win either way, in my opinion. Dude, honestly, I think Elon might beat them to Mars. Like, you've got to think this is like the new space race, except it's America going against one of like its biggest corporate enemies. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's just ridiculous. I love Elon so much, but jeez, oh, that kid's awesome. This brings me up an actual grievance. What's going on with the space force? 
You have Trump when he first gets into office. And- yeah, yeah. I was about to say something about that. It's been like two or three years now since they mentioned, since they've said anything about space force. I'm kind of getting a little bit annoyed by it. Like, what's I, going on? Are we actually going to have like an actual space force, like a fleet that travels the universe, or are we just, or is he just tugging on Mass Effect style? Yeah, that's I, all I'm saying. I think more or less a space force is basically going to be a floating space station for military units. I'm pretty sure there's like certain like international prohibitions on like weaponizing space craft or whatever. How can you how can you put limits on space? No one owns space. It's space. Well, it's like a United Nations thing. It's like we don't want to put like nuclear weapons on satellites. Like the skies, you know, the skies basically like free reign. Nobody should like be able to own it or whatever. Yeah, but the but UN's a joke. <laughs> okay, look, you know, the League of Nations was a joke. The UN's been working for a little bit. I know America's basically propping it up, but at the same time, we kind of need like global participation here. Yeah, it's only the US. So when they say global participation, it's like, hey, America, can you help us out here? Okay, well, all I'm saying is that like, it would be, yeah, it would be cool if America's putting nuclear weapons on satellites and launching them into space or whatever. But at the same time, Iran could put one on a satellite and then they wait for it to like go over the United States or whatever and they drop a nuke on us. It's a double-edged sword. We set a precedent if we do it first. I'd be more worried about Russia because I don't think UN has or Iran has the technology to make space technology. I'd be more about Russia. I think Russia is sneaky bros with the United States. They just don't want to admit it. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know what, Trump? Let's go grab a beer and no one says anything about it. Like, if there's any nation in the world I don't want to go to war with, it's Russians. Those dudes are just like so fucking tough. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say, I I think Putin's like the biggest dictator, one of the biggest dictators in the world right now. But I have so much mad respect for that man. Dude, have videos. you seen those videos of him like on a hockey rink or whatever, and like he's playing against pros, and they're just kind of like letting him skate around them and like scoring goals on like a professional goalie and shit. <laughs> It's the funniest no. thing in the world to watch. He's going against pro athletes, and they're just letting him skate around him and, like, score on him and shit. Now, I love the fact one time Trudeau said he could take Putin in a fight. And it's like you're talking about Trudeau who gets ass kicked in multiple boxing matches, and you have Putin swimming in the frozen Volga. Dude, fucking, like, Canada's just, like, Russia's gay little brother. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're, they're basically the same country, just one's a bigger pussy. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like, they're like a the little brother that they don't want to deal with because they're so annoying. They're just like, just get that, get out of here. Like, take him away from the brother, dog. And then, like, you know, Russia's like the edgy, like older brother who's like got way into like pop punk and shit, and like went goth. <laughs> I would say goth. I'd say more like a, the rebel that goes out and just kind of like rides motorcycles. And like the worst terrain. Shit, I don't know, man. Because I think goth would be an insult to Russia because they're too tough to be goth. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, yeah I agree. I, I, I've seen like a lot of tough goth. It's just kind of like a phase. To, like, walk around with all that pain of being alive, you know? It's just a phase, mom. It's just a phase. It's not a phase, dude. It's who they really are. <laughs> <laughs> so I started a playlist on Spotify and I'm adding every. Every time, every week, I'm asking everybody to add a song. So, right. get, what what song have you been listening to lately, or what song 
Do you want to put on it? Oh, oh, the Battle Hymn of the Republic. The the Battle of the Hymn of the Republic by Andy Williams. That shit goes harder than ever. They've been singing by, since the Civil War. By Andy Williams? Andy Williams, dude. He goes off. All right, it's on there. Good man, good man. All right, Danger, what about you? The Humbling River by Pussifer. That song goes. You say Pussifer? Yeah. It's on the Yellowstone, dude, so you know it goes. Oh, hell yeah, brother. I got you now. I told you about it last, <laughs> yesterday. Dude, I don't pay attention anymore. I'm just right, uh, with the law. Dude, uh, I got to go. I'm going to go with Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue since we were talking. Ooh. Or do, yeah, I'll go Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue since we're going to keep with this like American vibe. Hell yeah, brother. True Patriots. Dude, dropping Moab's playing that song. How yeah. more American can you get? Pretty American podcast right there. All right, so first I wanted to do our little fact check. Uh, first off, I was right. Justin Trudeau is only 47 years old. Donald Trump, on the other hand, is about 73 years old. So Justin Trudeau is pretty young to be a prime minister. I don't know what the age requirement is in Canada. Um, second off, the electoral college in Canada, a little different. It has a referred to as a first-past-the-post system. I don't really know a whole lot about it, but since it has a little bit different rules, obviously, than the American system. Um, next, really quick, I wanted to talk about the conservative guy, Andrew Scheer. He has a 4.8 percentage lead against Trudeau. Um, this is a couple of weeks ago. Conservatives would win 36.8% of the vote. Liberals, 32%. This was posted September 21st, 2019 on Reuters. Um, this is right after the blackface scandal. This was posted. Interesting stuff. There's a, like six people running for president this go around for Canada. So very interesting. It seems like the conservative leader... Andrew Scheer has a lead, and then followed by Trudeau. Um, last, I wanted to talk about the Space Force uh, arms. We talked a little bit about um, sending nukes to space, that kind of thing, and there is an international treaty prohibiting that. It says, place in orbit around Earth, celestial bodies, any nuclear weapons or objects carrying WMDs. Um, can't install them on any celestial body or station. Uh, you can't establish military bases or installation tests of any type of weapons or conduct military exercises on the moon or other celestial bodies. So really the Space Force is kind of not a real thing because you couldn't really do anything according to these terms. And this is the terms of the Arms Control Association. Interesting. Very interesting. That's all the time we have for this episode. Really thank you all for listening. Um, Leave comments. Let us know we can do better, do worse, because we'll probably try. And, uh, yeah, thank you. Bye.
first time in my life I 